Uh, I asked Chuck to spend a little time. Um, promised him we'll be out of here in a bit more than an hour, so Chuck is uh, thoughtful enough to, to free up an hour to spend with us and do a little Q&A and ask if, you know, answer a few questions and whatnot. Um, let, let, you know, let's jump into that. There's a few people that um, have made uh, you know, significant commitments to, to do all sorts of stuff together, so a few people I know I want to get questions in. Or, Randy, why, why don't you jump off for something? What's, uh, what's on your mind? What can we possibly help you with? Yeah, I'm actually in a car right now, just like you said. Yeah, you're um, Randy's always in a massage chair or in his car or who knows. Yeah. What do you have to do? What can we help with? Uh, like, since you already achieved so much in life, like, when you're planning your next goals, does it ever go to, like, a different field of life, or is it mainly just, like, fighting related, or do you look like, oh, what type of relationship do I want now in life, or, like, what, what other goals would you want to achieve? Well, that, that's a really that's a good question. I mean, that was one of the hardest things about retiring is, you know, going from being an athlete my whole life to now and having a drive, a drive something that driv, drove me no matter what. Like, I had, a, I had that goal of being the best in the world. I always wanted to be, you know, champion. And and then when, when you retire, it's all of a sudden I don't have that really, that one thing that really controlling me or driving me. You know, I still like doing things. I would still have pretty good discipline with my way I do things anyway, but not having some kind of drive or something to, to or some goal or something to keep me under control, I, you know, get, get a little, you, get, you almost you got to go, go in too many directions. I, I had a lot of opportunity, a lot of things, a lot, it's just so hard to focus. Um, and, and that was a hard, that was a hard look, search, but you know, you have to find something. I mean, it's like all my buddies. I got buddies that sold companies for $100 million. I got buddies that sold, you know, they, $300 million. They, they last retired about one to three months. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, I'm retired. I'm done. I sold everything. I'm gone. Within three months, I, I, I give them three months. Within three months, they're starting. They already got some new company they're starting, and then it's already taken off, blowing up. Um, but they just don't know any. You, you don't know, it's... It's like you stop moving, you die. Like, I just give up and, and you know, it's, it, there's nothing driving me. I'm not getting better. It just, I just start declining. Um, so you have to find something to focus on. And I, I, for me, it's not, I mean, I, fighting and staying involved in that industry keeps me relevant and it keeps my name out there for other projects and doing other things. But, you know, you have to find something you really like. I, I'm doing a lot of stuff with the military vets. Um, and uh, you know that that I get a lot of enjoyment out of, and then I start, I start doing movies and stuff too. I'm, I'm really getting back to that. I because I, I, I always when I started, I did it for exposure and, and more exposure for our sport. And now I'm now I'm doing it because I, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy trying to play another character and be somebody else. We we talked about this earlier today when we were wrestling, and. Uh... I'm not happy if I don't have a project. I need to have a project, you know? And we, we've talked about financial projects in my context and the, you know, in, in my 40s, I've, uh, <laughs> I'm spending my time, spend a couple million dollars on facilities and then you have uh, you know, multi-time world champions come choke me and shove their elbow in my face and put their knee in my guts. And, uh, you know, I, I don't have to do that, but I, I need to have a project. I need to feel like I'm learning something and doing something that feels kind of difficult and challenging, but... I could see progression, and this is a great way for me to, to stay fit and to, to, to be stronger, to be more fit, to stay fit when I'm old and so on. And I wouldn't be happy if I didn't have a project. I'm, I'm sure you... I feel the same way. 
I've talked to guys, talked to a guy that trained, um, like some, I think he was 75 years old, had, had a survived heart surgery, and like, um, like, everyone's like, why are you retired? Like, he owned, he, always, he owned his company, big company, he was on his way on a train to go to a convention. And I was like, yeah, I got, I got, a, I got a bunch of friends that retired at 65 and, 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 and stopped doing anything. You know, they're all dead. Mm. And, uh, I'm, I'm still running around kicking because I, I'm still driven. I still go, I don't go to all my all the conventions, but I go to the ones I like. And I'm still, I can just keep, I'm still doing things mentally and physically, moving around and, and, and being driven. What else? Can I, I can't. Uh, Omar's got a question up at the top there. All right, Omar, get in there. When I'm there, when I'm talking, first of all, thank you for taking your time out of your day to spend it with us. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Omar. What are you thinking about? My question is more in regards to how did the mindset change in regards to training after you won, after you became a world champion, how did that mindset change? Well, the key to it is you don't change. You don't change when you get up there. You, hey, you got to keep being the best. It, and again, people are gunning at you. Now it's going to get even harder to stay the best because people, are, they can watch what you, they've seen you, they've watched what you do, they know how you, you train, they know what you're doing. So you got to keep evolving, and especially in my sport. My sport was devolved. We we, I mean, when I came into the sport, it was all guys from one discipline coming in to learn the other two and fight together. And we were trying to figure out how to train it, how to work out with it, how, how do you take care of it. You know, now they got guys that start with MMA. They're, they've got nutrition. They got so we're they're all, but it, even that you, you got to keep moving. And and the thing is, like, make, there's no line when you make it there and you're done. I mean, for me, I, winning a championship, I, I, it was a, it's exciting for everybody. It's, it's hey, you got you're getting 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 awards for what you did, but it's not. I wasn't done. I'm not done until I, I'm done. And then. You know, maybe I'll look back at what I did when I'm retired and I'm done not doing that anymore. I'll look at what I did and see, and see what was great. But I kept, if, what, anybody who stopped, if you get, oh, I can't, well, I did it. Now I can just kind of coast. Um, you're done. I mean, it's not going to last long. I think maybe an interesting thing to point out, you know, Chuck, is, you're a five-time champion at UFC, yeah? yeah. Five-time champion. Didn't just, he wasn't just, you know, a champion. He's, you know, five times. And to his point, uh, what... You know, I've heard many people say it's harder to stay champion than it is to be champion. And you touched on that because people are looking at your tapes and they're training with your old training partners and they're doing all sorts of shit to get any tiny advantage up on you. Yeah, they're, they're, they can look at what you, like, you know, even any field, they're like, they're looking at how, how you got there. They're trying to reverse engineer it, get mm -hmm. there. Now, now what, if you're still doing the same stuff you're doing when you got there, now they might be able to catch up. You know, and, you know, one other thing I, I might add, and uh, a lot of respect for the guy, but a, a fellow that I interviewed, who is an extraordinary fighter, and uh, you know, Riddick Bowe, um, he's the first guy that had all, all four belts in boxing. But, you know, Riddick told me that, um, he said that was his goal. He focused so much on, you know, I'm going to be the champ. I'm going to be the world champ. I'm going to be the world champ. And he became the world champ. He didn't hold on to it for so long. Because he had that, that goal in his head, he, he didn't have the what's next after that. He, he didn't say, I'm going to be the champ and stay the champ. He told himself for years, I'm going to be the world champ. I'm going to be the best in the world and be the champ. And he did. And well, then he kind of, you know, his uh, career didn't uh, last uh, long I'll after tell, that. I talk to, I've talked to a lot of guys who are the best at what they do. Best at what they do. And they get there and, and you know, it, that lasts for what? Winning a world title, like for, for satisfaction for something like that? 
it lasts for what a week, a month. Then then what? They're like, well, you know, and if, if that, and sometimes guys have a hard time with, wait, this is it. So I'm not over. It's not over. I'm not. I'm just, I have to keep fighting. I gotta keep training. Keep doing. Oh man, I didn't know that was it. They get there and they're like, so that's it. Oh, I, that that was exciting for a week. Now what? Oh, I gotta go back to being training hard and do it. So if you didn't, if that was what your goal was, and it wasn't enjoying the process of getting there. Like me, I I love what I did. There was there's nothing. Everyone's asked me, what what don't you miss about fighting? Like there's nothing I don't miss. I miss everything. I miss cutting weight. I miss getting, you know, I, I miss uh, fight week. You know, just sitting there goofing off with my buddies, uh, having a good time, getting ready for the fight. Uh, you know, I definitely miss training every day. With, with the guys and that kind of thing. Cause you, you, and you know, or having an excuse to put everything else aside to get there. Cause I, you know, everyone, everyone, everyone around me gave me, gave me a leeway to just let things slide for a little bit so I can get, you know, for eight weeks or 10 weeks, I get 10 weeks off of having to deal with anything but fighting. You know, and I, I, you don't get that anymore. I don't get that anymore. Yeah, I think another thing worth pointing out that your, your face got so associated with, you know, UFC and MMA they're, they're, you're still all over their marketing videos. Yeah. Uh, you started in, they're, they're, you know, the next UFC, the next pay-per-view event is like 273. Next week is UFC 273. And you, you started, at, I think, number 17? 17, yeah. So Chuck started at UFC 17, and he made such an impact on that sport that, you know, two, 265 fights later, you know, you're, you're still all over the, or 255 fights later, you're still all over the marketing and heavily associated with uh, with their branding and the legacy of that that sport so it's, it's not you know there's several people in the hall of fame but i don't, I don't know if there's anybody that's you know more recognizable from the the hall of fame than than you are or you know that your 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 identity as a man got tied in with with that sport and the identity of that sport for uh, sure. yeah so it's you know he's made a, you know, quite a lasting impact there and he's still tough as hell. I've been trying to wrestle with him for, uh, well, because we spent four hours or so on the mats yesterday and today, and we're going back at it tonight. But uh, uh, he puts a lot, he's in his 50s and still puts a lot of pressure on you. <laughs> hard, hard to wrestle with Chuck Liddell. All right, what else, folks? Thank you for, uh, for putting this together, as always, Derek. You know, so both of you guys spent a lot of your time training other people. Are there things that you've learned from training other people that you wouldn't have learned you know, if you weren't also training other people? Uh, for me, yeah. I mean, one of the biggest things, I, 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 I learned details, attention to detail. Um, like, and like, I, I, I go back to, I was teaching Forrest, I was the first one that fired, I was coaching, uh, and I was coaching Forrest, Forrest Griffin. I'm trying to show him this, this rule through that I used to do all the time that worked for me against like top level guys. And Forrest was pretty good at the time. Even at that time, he was pretty good. And he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it to save his life to get some off. Like, what? I'm like, what the hell is he doing wrong? Like, so, and what I, what I realized is a lot of guys, a lot of guys, and I was talking about Jake Shields, another thing, he does, the way he does guillotines, he's a lot better than most people have, but they're the nuances and the little small details that he does, because I saw him coaching at one time, and he wasn't, he wasn't telling, saying anything different than anybody else would. So I'm like, wait, what? Wait, okay, what is he, wait, what is this? So I'm watching him, what is he doing different? So 
the, a big thing for me is it, it got me used to not, not only looking for details on what I do so I can explain it better and help my guys better, but also watching other fighters and figuring what's it, what they're really good at what they do and watching the details of what they do. What, what, what are the things that they are doing different that, that make them better? Because every, cause I, and the same thing, and now I, I transfer that into business now and anything else in my life, is now I try to look at, okay, okay, because a lot of guys will tell you what they're doing and they'll tell you, they'll tell you what they're doing, but it's not different than what 10 other guys tell me what they're doing, but they do it so much better. You kind of got kind of, I kind of try to observe them and figure out, okay, what are they doing different? What's, what's, what's that little, little, where's that little, what's that little nuance to that move that, that's making that work so much better for them? And, and, and that, that kind of focus helps me, help me, you know, really kind of, because I, I like me, I'm a, I'm a, I love fighting, I like picking people apart, I like watching fights, and I'm really good at, at I wasn't really good at noticing patterns and knowing how people react to things and, and little, little, the little things, but that, that really kind of, from teaching, I actually learned I learned from teaching to get better at picking people apart, and then try to tra- I try to transfer that into my business life too. I, I had to learn in um, for the, the, the things that I help people with. I, I have to it help, it help me to better put myself in somebody else's shoes, and, and try to think to myself, you know, all right, there's what I would do, and sometimes it's a little frustrating. You, you touched on the periphery of that, but like you, you just do this. You know, you see, you see an opportunity, it's like, oh, you just do that. And, you know, that's fine for the way that my brain works. And, um, but when I, you know, if, you know, Phil and I, is, uh, we've been around each other for years and uh, we know each other well. And I know a lot of these people pretty well. But I, I got to think to myself, well, given that person's life, you know, their, their, their life experiences and the way their brain tends to process information and, you know, their, their stronger points or weaker points and so on and so on. If you, you could think about that, who, who this who that person is, and you know, given their situation, what are what are the pieces that they're missing? And the way that I'd have to explain something to you, Phil, um, you know, there's certain things that you're better at than others, or you have more experience with than others. That you know, this guy built a company, sold a company, he's done you know very well in life, and made a lot of money in investments in recent years, working together and learning other things by himself, and made money with that too, and so on. And uh, but there's there's experiences that you've had about entrepreneurship or investment or other life things that. You know, if there's, if I had to help you solve the same problem, and I'd have to help somebody else solve that same problem, I'd have to explain it to you different than I'd have to explain it to the other person, which might be different than the way I would do it myself. And that, that's a good point. I tell people all the time that what a, what a great coach does is he knows how to, he knows how to motivate and teach different athletes because everybody's motivated differently. They everybody you know like there's guys there's guys I can scream at, call him a pussy, and that works. And you got guys who call, call out, you scream at them and call them a pussy, and they well, they hate you, or they or they, uh, or, or they fold into a ball. Oh, he's calling me a pussy. I'm, like, I'm a pussy, you know, like whatever. I mean, but different, there's different guys. There's guys that you gotta go. Hey, man, you got this. I know you got this. You, you're, you're better than this guy. You can beat him. They need to hear that from you. That's all they need. That's that's their motivation. It's just different guys. Guy, everybody has, you know, learns and reacts different to coaching. But a good, great coach is able to. You know, they you know, really kind of assess an athlete and 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 teach them that teach them the, and uh, motivate them the way they need to be motivated and taught. Everybody, yeah. everyone, there's also like different different people need different pieces. Different people, 
and for me, body types, different people, like some, some stuff that doesn't work for me, I work for them. So I, I learned how to teach everything. I, I learned stuff that I don't work for me, but I know it works for this guy, it might work for that guy. So I think even the roll through thing that you and I are working on today, that you, you made, you know, we tried that three times, four times, and it was, it was clunky. And then you made one comment about, you know, you know no, you're, you're not, uh, you know, you're not putting yourself here. It's, it's hard to explain that to somebody, in, you know, here, but you're not, you're not dropping straight down. The, the note that I made in my head when you said what you said, I'm like, instead of dropping down, I needed to move myself more angularly and pass through. And, and then, you know. Yeah, I was showing them a move. And, and the problem is, is everybody, when I show it, they try to pull me over them. And I tell them, no, get under there and pull you under. And it's, it's if you understood the move, it's just, it, that little difference in what you're trying to do changes the move 100%. It makes it almost impossible for them to stop me from getting under. And, and that one comment is, you know, shifted that. In, and, and I practiced that before. I practiced that with Jake. I promised, I practiced that with Bilal Muhammad. And I've done that move before. But that one comment you made about it, and I'm like, oh, now I, now I understand it because it's been clunky in the past too. Yeah. I'm like, oh, now I understand it. And it worked tremendously better. Yeah. So, and now I'll have that, for, you know, like that'll store in my head. I'll keep right. that, you know. So it's so sometimes just finding, you know, the rewording something a little bit or, or finding a different perspective to be able to explain something from. I, I've certainly learned things myself. I've had to learn things more deeply to be able to explain them to a lot of different types of people, you know? Right. And, I, and I'm not a motivate. I, I make it very clear to any, I'm not a motivational coach. If, if somebody's not motivated, and I, I know the context and you mean, so I'm not, I'm not contradicting what you said, but no, these I, people are already no, motivated. No, 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 get, the people no, that you'd be working no, with are already that, motivated. That's not the kind of motivation I'm even talking about, yeah, really. I get it. Uh, because I'm talking about an elite, athlete, elite coach with an elite athlete. Elite coach, elite coach with a, by motivation, I mean, it's getting guys through something. Like, um, you got, you're talking about someone who's motivating, someone who's very motivated. Yeah. You know, they're already very internally they're, motivated. They're internally motivated. They're, 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 they're go-getters. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're chasing titles. You know, that the guy. But you have, to, but you have to be able to coach different, different guys, different even at that point to get them moved to the next point. You know, I, I, I make a, a firm effort to not allow anybody in here that's not already extremely motivated themselves. Like, yeah, well, I, I can't I, push I, a loser I, up I, a hill. I, well, like, yeah, like I told you, I told, I said the same thing to you. Like, I'm like, I, I'm, I, I'm, uh, once you come to me, it's too late for me to teach you to be mentally tough or to, be, to teach you to be motivated to, to succeed. I can't do that. Or maybe I can, but I'm not willing to. It's too much work. Yeah. And there's too, way too many guys that, that want it, that are, that are already ready and want it and want it, ready to go that, that I, can, that I can concentrate on more important things. Because if I got to concentrate on, on giving you rah-rah, I'm going to... Uh, Here's a group I'd love for you to just focus on what Chuck just said there. It's literally the sort of thing you hear me say all the time. Like, I, I can't spend my time with somebody. I got too many other things to do. I don't, I don't have enough time to sleep. I don't take care of myself as good as I should. Yeah, I, 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 can't, I can't be trying to be a fucking cheerleader for some bum that wants something himself. Yeah, and I, I tell people, I, I just tell people, give me a guy with athletic ability and mental, mental toughness that's motivated, I, I can teach anybody to fight. But I'm not going to take time to teach them to be mentally tough and take time to motivate them. Sorry. That's, no. not, that, that's way too much work for me. Let's make sure we get, uh, if Imran's on here, let's get him in. Daniel McDonald, that's one of the names. I, I could picture your face earlier, but your name wasn't coming to me. Daniel, if you were on here, get, get teed up. Imran, uh, we got Randy. Uh, go ahead. Well, when I 
find is like you have that like razor sharp level of focus and attention to detail, but then you find yourself missing it. What do both of you do to get back on track and then get that focused attention again? There's a lot of days. I don't know. You know, I've I've abused myself psychologically in numerous ways, and Chuck might not use that language, or he may or may not. He might he might have a different self talk about it. But uh, I, I I just gave a shit. I cared about results. I didn't give a shit how I felt. And I, I mean, my whole life until my early thirties, I couldn't care at all what I felt like. I was like, well, what is the behavior that would get me the result that I want? And I, I would I would say to myself, tens of thousands of times. You know, or, you know, there's little micro decisions you make in the day, like you're going to sleep for an extra hour or you're going to get up and go do the thing, you know? And I'd ask myself, you know, are you behaving like a champ or a chump? Meaning, are, are you engaging in a behavior that would lead to a champion outcome or are you engaging in a behavior that just some average chump would get, you know, that a chump outcome? And, and you know, that, that wasn't always nice. I didn't always like that. Um, but it got me a good result. And I, I think it's about a decade ago that I, I actually got in the practice of, like, you know, in a different type of, of self, self-talk cruelty, I would then to say to myself, you know, hey, asshole, you're, you're, you know you're going to do the thing. I trusted myself to go put in the work and do the thing. You've been working hard for 20 years. You know you're going to go do the tough thing. You might as well have the nicest words possible that are still true. You can't start violating rules of reality. You can't start lying to yourself. Right. But you might as well speak to yourself with the nicest words that are, you know, not deviating from truth or reality. And... Uh, you know, but even today, not not today specifically, but you know, certainly in the month of March, there must have been once or twice that I wake up in the morning and I already know what I'm going to do today, and maybe I don't feel like it, and, I, and I'll say to myself, well, you know, I don't feel like it, and then I laugh, and a second later, I say, well, the, the success gods don't care what I feel like. The success gods don't give a shit about my emotions, so I might as well. Just, I'm going to get up and do it anyway. I might as well just be in the best mood that I can. And, and to answer your question, Imran, like, I find when I stop fighting with myself, when, I, when, I, when it stops being a debate, am I going to do the thing? If you stop in, indulging in excuses or even evaluating excuses, that's what I mean by indulge. I thought you were going yeah, to take the excuse, but when you stop contemplating, that's probably a better word, when I stop contemplating the validity of excuses that I could interject, and I just say, like, well, I'm going to go do the damn thing anyway, so I might as well be focused the best I can be. And I find that kind of relaxes your brain and allowed me to refocus many times. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, like, I, I told him, I had the, the thing with fighting for me, though, was, like, as far as the fighting, what I was fighting, it was, I, those other options never came up, like, in my head. Mm. Like, it was like, I knew I had to get up and go do this. I knew I have to do, I, I know what I need to do to win. And if I want to get better, I, and the, like, I, I never really, I never really contemplated doing something else, but... But it, it, you know, get like, like I think of the way you're explaining it is perfect. Like that's that's to me is like, hey, yeah, yeah and, and, you know, if you don't feel like it, feel great as long as you're make, making the right decision, don't give yourself a hard time. You know, it's it's it's, it's like the end. That's like I, I say, if you're gonna do it, do it. You might as well do it with a smile. You're gonna do it anyway, right? It's that and hey, and 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 one thing I hey. I would say, if, oh, I made that mistake, man. Forgive yourself, just don't don't let it happen again. I mean, it's a, I'm, I'm easy. I'm I'm very free. I'm, I'm I'm very forgiving of myself, other people, at least to myself. But but I but but it makes it easy because I don't I don't I don't do things against me. Like if I say, okay, I, I fucked that up, but at least I I, I know I was I was doing what I was supposed to do. I do. I'll make the. I'm not gonna. I'm not. 
like I said, you know, okay, I don't want to get up today, but I was supposed to do this. Yeah, I gotta get this done. Um, and I'm gonna okay, get up. You know, it's, it's, that's not. I, I, I fighting was easy because I never had it. But after I quit fighting, I retired. There's that time when you're like thinking, oh, maybe I can. And I did it for a little bit in the beginning. I, I don't think I talked about this earlier, but I did it for a little bit in the beginning because I always had mental toughness. This isn't a part-time thing. It's an all-the-time thing. Uh, you know, and and I started letting stuff slide for for a little bit when I retired because I had nothing. That, I've done everything I want to do in the sport. I've done everything. I had set all my. I had all my goals. I was, I was in the Hall of Fame. I'm like, now what? All right, I got nothing else. I got, I'm just cruising. I got nothing else to do. I don't. I don't really have to work. And I got. I'm out there. Okay. And you start letting little things slide. And so we're in Hawaii, and my son was at 17 at the time, 16, and uh, he started racing me up the hill. I started racing after him. Not a little out of shape because I had. I've been skipping the gym a little bit. Racing after him, I'm going. And I actually, in my head, I go, man, should I let him win? And I go, wait, did I just let him win? Because say, think of that, because I'm tired? Oh, no. No, 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 no. I'm right, I'm, I'm a sprint, I beat him to the top of the hill. But like, that right there, cue me, and I say, I, I, I've always, I'd always argued like, uh, mental toughness is an all the time thing. And I was letting that, and that would have never come into my mind over being tired, ever. I had never in my life had I, would it ever come into my my mind to let someone win because I was tired. I mean that that, that wasn't even an option. That made it real easy for me when I was fighting and doing that because that wasn't even an option. It never came up. It wasn't like should I let him win because I'm tired. No, I didn't have to. I didn't have to say. I didn't have to even consider that because it didn't come up. But it started coming up. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, you know what? I got her, and, and I had to get back to doing doing stuff the way I always did it. Like, I, you have to get that discipline back, and 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 it just and it's doing the thing every day. It's that. Oh, I don't feel like going to the gym today. Ah, screw it. Oh, I said I was going to the gym. I better show up at the gym today. Um, like there's guys waiting there for me to work out with, and there's there's people, you know, count, you know I put or, or and I just told myself I'd be at the gym. I need to be at the gym. So you know that's one of those things. It's it's just a. Uh, Consistency, right? I think all those little those little micro decisions like that, especially if nobody else is holding you accountable. Right. But holding yourself accountable at those moments, that that still those decisions form your reputation with yourself and form your reputation with others. Yeah. And so, I explained it actually I wish it was my best speech on an ultimate fighter that they never filmed. Because we were in Argentina, and they decided to take a break while we were just filming while we were sparring. Probably my best speech on that would have been on one of those things. I was talking to this kid, most talented kid on the show, wound up taking second because he's a pussy. Um, he's at mentally, not mentally tough, and he just just a real talented kid. But I was in the thing, and, I, and he was, and, he, and I saw him giving up because he was tired. To the guy, I got, hey man, I'm about to puke, and I thought, really. You think I care if you're gonna puke? I, I got in his face, I'm yelling, you pussy. I mean, I'm like, oh, what? what? And I was like, he's like, you know, get all macho. I'm like, oh, so, so, so you're gonna quit? You're gonna quit in a fight? Because if you, if you quit here, you're gonna quit in a fight for sure. And, and he, oh no, I'm not. And I, with the whole thing, I said, look, and my whole thing was, if you're in a training in a training session and you, you give, quit, let a guy have something because you're tired. When you get in a fight, you're gonna do the same thing. Now you're the only one that's gonna know. I won't know if you gave it up because you're tired or if the other guy beat you to it. 
but you know, and you know for sure if you gave it up for that or not. And and if you if you do that here when it's when the when the time and you really need it and it's and it's, it's a pressure situation you really need it you're gonna do the 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 thing you did here you're gonna quit. And, I, and I, the funny thing, because I, I, I love the guy, I got his face, I'm yelling, he's like, get all, get all tough back. I'm like, hey, I thought you had to puke. Walked away. <laughs> I thought you were too sick, you had to puke. No, you weren't that tired, you just wanted to quit. I, I was at a fight recently, and I, I don't need to say the guy's name publicly, but I was at a fight recently, and I, I see a guy in the first, he's a very talented guy. I've seen him win before, he's, he's a very talented guy. And... Uh, I see him get, he gets knocked down a couple times in the first round, and then he gets himself into a choke. And, you know, I, I'm good enough at jiu-jitsu, and I'm not great at all, but I'm good enough that I'm just like, yeah, he, you know, he can, he can sit in that position. It's going to be uncomfortable, but it's like seven seconds until the bell. They already clapped the paddles. It's like seven seconds. And, like, he's uncomfortable, but, it's, you know, he's, he's good, no problem. And he, he taps at 4.59, and I, I thought... And I'm like, oh, and like he just didn't want to go back to the next round. And I, I think, you know, for a lot of people here, there's a couple of these people that were, you know, uh, the one fella uh, had a good boxing, you know, amateur boxing experience, and there's a couple of guys here that have black belts or whatnot that they understand fighting a bit. They're, they're not pro fighters. They're, they're not you, but they understand fighting a bit. And uh, I think a lot of people here don't understand that. They're like, there's a subset of people that, you know, the psychological toughness, that the skill set is there, but the psychological toughness, like, I think that guy just didn't want to go out to the next round. And I think most of the fans aren't smart enough to see what happened. I think a lot of other pro fighters are going to see that, and they're going to remember that in a future fight with that guy. Yeah, it can happen. Another thing, though, too, I'll tell you something. I saw this happen to Koscheck. He got choked out uh, in a fight. Um, but he got dropped, and then... Because like, I, cause I, I watched the guy down on top of him. It's not the guy, he's a jiu-jitsu guy on top of him. But he passed his guard, but took his back, and then choked him. I'm like, I, he might have he tapped, he might have gone out. But well, how that was he? I'm like, I thought about, wait a minute. He wasn't, he wasn't, he was almost knocked out. Hmm. He wasn't thinking straight. He went back to his wrestling habits because his, his jiu-jitsu was a lot better than that. Hmm. was, so. But so sometimes it's that, that, being hit there that might have caused him not to defend it as well. But then, but, if you thought, but my thing is, is from a choke, if you're tough in a, in a fight, if I can think enough to tap, I can think enough to, to try to get out from a choke. I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you the circumstance. That I, don't, I don't want to say the guy's name. Yeah, that's okay, okay. I don't want to be rude about it, but... Uh, um, yeah, I was. Uh, I think if you've seen it, you, you, you'd likely come to a similar I, conclusion. I probably, yeah, I, 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 for me, if you tap that choke and fight, you're, you quit. Hey, great to be here again, Derek. Thank you, and uh, thank you for bringing on uh, Chuck as well. It's, it's great to talk to both of you. You ever see a highly successful person who's in an area that's, that's not your area, but and you think to yourself, man, if only they knew this one thing that, that I've learned in my career, then they could get past whatever is obvious to you that, that, that they're stuck on or, or held back by. Yeah, I'm really curious, like, what some examples of that would be. I see it constantly, I'm sure you do too. I'll, 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 go, I'll go first then, but you know, we, you know he, he and I are sitting around the living room last night and, um, you know, I, I, I said, uh, I just offered him to, you know, is there anything you want to talk to me about business that usually when, uh, you know, athletes or other people that 
or even other business people come see me. Everybody wants to talk to me about business. You know, everybody does. And I, I said, uh, you know, if, you, if your life is perfect already, that's fine. But if I could help with something, I'd be happy to. And probably I know something about stocks or finance or business or something that you don't. And he asked me a couple of questions. And, the, you know, the, the one thing that you, you were already feeling, there was like a, I don't need to talk about the specifics, but the one uh, business context that you brought up, you're already feeling like there were a couple of red flags about a, specific situation and we talked that through a little bit more and to me that was very obvious that like you know we you know, probably you should definitely not do that that is going to be a problem and and i'm sure likewise that you see yeah, things that i'm doing it, that, that could well do yeah no but like and that for, for me it's kind of like it's almost like okay you know it's, it's like oh, i was i think i know knew better but it was like uh, i just kind of oh man i don't want i'm trying to want to help these guys and I, that's where I get in trouble with a lot like a lot of times the guys coming to me with deals that I, I'm something that I'm, I want to help them out because they're fighters or they, they've got they're struggling doing something I'm thinking. and it's just I you know I can't tie myself to something that isn't real like, I, like I'm like because you when they want me to get investors to come in and help them out but if I don't believe in what they're doing if, they're, if they can't prove to me that I think that what they're doing is going to be successful I'm not screwing to an investor either like that's not my style I don't want, I, I want, I don't want, I want everybody that works with me to, to be ha happy they work with me, not the other way, you know, so I have to be careful. And people, and people, the sad thing is like people, like, and people don't do that to me all the time. They, they, they're like, well, oh, come on, man, it's not that hard if you just, you know, get behind my thing. I'm like, yeah, but I, I but then I, it, it's my, that's my name. That's my, if I give my, if I, if I promote your product, I, I believe in it. Like I, I met people on Instagram. Hey man, I, hey, can you say like that? I got the best this at this at this place. I'm like, can 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 if I'm ever there and I come by and it is, it's as good as good as you say it is. I'd be happy to post for you for free. How about that? Like, I, but I'm, I've never had it. I'm not gonna tell people to go eat it if I've never tried it. You know, <laughs> you know. The, yeah, you can't you can't have your reputation associated with something that you don't believe in that. Uh, you know, the, the goods have to be there, but I'm, I'm sure, you know, I, I've learned being around, you know, uh, a lot of other high-level people that some of them are athletes or they, were, you know, they won Super Bowls or they won Olympic medals and so on, and some of them are other business people, but I, I feel like there's, there's some universals that to be a top performer at anything, there's just some universal things. It's, it's literally why those people congregate together. Is is not they don't need to fucking talk about sports or something all day. So they they've had some shared experiences and shared realizations about life that uh, other people that haven't walked that path or lived that life or gone through that journey, it's unrelatable. You know, it's a, that that becomes your people. You know, and that it feels really natural for me to be around a lot of other high level business people. That uh, some of them are a lot more. I have you know, a few people. I don't bother to say their names. But I have a few people that are you know billionaires or multi billionaires that. You know, I, I have, uh, you know, rel I'm, I'm relatively poor compared to them, but um, the, the, it's the same mindsets that got us to where we're at and you, you get along just fine. And I'm, and I'm sure you have some people that uh, or you know, it's, it's a you and I for that matter. There's a lot of things we can talk about that we lived our life in different ways, but there's certain like truths or things about your, your integrity or your personal psychology that, that have to be that way to do what either one of us done, and it's easy to relate to one another because yeah, of that. I mean, and I get a lot of stuff with a lot of the guys, that, the successful guys that I talk to, like they talk to me about, because they're talking about dealing with fans or people that are friends that just, you know, you get it's a, it's a weird thing people have with success, and some, some people have, and 
and the way they react to you and people change. It was like, people are, oh man, you changed. When I first started making money, I got people going, oh man, you changed. The guy asked me to borrow 17 grand. I'm like, for what? It was like credit card debt. I'm like, no. You know, a buddy tried to ask me for, I mean, a buddy asked me for some other, uh, another guy wanted money, but he needed, his, his mom died on a satisfactory money barrier. Okay, no problem. I'm not even worried about getting it back. But, you know, it's like, but I'm not gonna, I'm not letting you money get more more in debt. Because like, you're not gonna, I, it's not gonna, and, and that, oh, you changed. No, I, you would have given me a shirt off your back, but I'm, I'm like, yeah, I will, I still would. You're my friend, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give you, 17 grand to get more debt. It's not gonna teach you anything. You know, so. Yeah, I, I hear you, Daniel, and uh, good question. And there's, there's certain things that, uh, you know, summary statement, there's, there's certain things that, um, you know, to, to, be, to be good at anything. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that's my daughter's ring through it. It rings through anything, in case she needs anything. <laughs> My, my little girl's kind of... You better check up on it. Make sure she doesn't. There's certain things that are going to be, gonna be you know, very uh, uh, very natural and comfortable, and then you're going to find those synergies. That, you know, there's, there's things that Chuck learned in his life that uh, you know, he's here teaching me, and there's some things that I learned in my life that would be useful to him that I'll, I'll try to convey to him. And, uh, you know, he, he doesn't need anything from me, and I, I don't need anything from Chuck. Chuck doesn't need anything from me, and both of us are going to live a good life independently. But, uh, you know, those, those are the things that create opportunities or, you know, friendships or alliances is, uh, you know, the, the, a mutual understanding or mutual, you know, respect for one another in, in some ways. And uh, also, uh, you know, differentiated skill sets that you're able to help each other and make each other's lives, uh, you know, easier for a little effort, you know. There's things I could help him with in business that'd be extremely little effort for me, but might be very valuable to him. And there's things he can help me with from fighting that are, uh, you know, he's been doing for 30 years and it'd take him more time to explain exactly what's going on because it's just autopilot for him, you know? So uh, there's things that he can teach me that are low effort for him, but very valuable to me. So the more you can have those type of relationships, it's a, it's a great foundation to, uh, for, for two people like that to grow together, that they don't need anything from each other, they're not, they're not pestilent to each other, but uh, there's opportunities to help each other and, and exchange you know, high value for low cost. You know, and I, I think with some of the higher end, like, like I've talked to some guys, gold medalists and stuff like I think some I think some of the best value we have for each other a lot of times is just, you know, understanding, you know, like the, the struggles of doing, doing that or being, you're doing something when you're, we've had a goal your whole life and it's, and it's over. Because I've talked to a lot of NFL guys, a lot of, a lot of you know, Olympians, a lot of people who, you know, they, just having some, someone to talk to, you under, that understands what it's like to have to have a goal your whole life and have it and, and achieve it and it's over. Because I was like, people always ask me, so, so really, how long? Okay, so you won, you won a world title. How, uh, uh, you won, won the title. How long would that, how long did that, that excitement last? Three months, a month, a week. When? Did, how long did it take you to go? What's next? Okay, okay. Well, now what? You know, it's, you know. But it, when you, sometimes it's, it's nice to talk to somebody else who's not successful and says the same thing. Okay, cool. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not crazy. I just. I just gotta get, get refocused and go do something else. 
And, and there'll be some people on the internet that are extremely opinionated about that, and they haven't done shit themselves, but they'll be extremely opinionated. <laughs> oh, I always love those. Like, I, people, I, I tell people all the time, because I, I, I think I told you, I told my son when he was complaining about somebody saying something on the internet, I said, look, man, do you know him? Does he know you? Is he someone you respect? No, none of those things? Why the fuck do you care? Why, and if you do care, get off social media. Otherwise, I, I mean, if I, I mean, if I, you can say whatever you want about me. If I even repost it, it's because I think I got a co funny comment. I, my fans make worse comment, make funnier comments, so I got to see some funny stuff. But otherwise, I don't care. Like, I, if I don't know you, you don't, you don't have any effect in my life if you're not my friend, if you're not a, someone I respect in business or, or my sport. Um, what you say does not matter or work to me. And, you know. If, this is a, almost a joke because they've heard me say this so many times, but... Have you ever been hated on by somebody that was doing much better in life than you were? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. The number one thing a hater hates is himself. I've never been hated on by somebody richer than me or doing better than me in any yeah. area. Uh, wait, wait, what did you do again? Okay, yeah. thanks. Have a nice day. Who's next in here? Thank you, Daniel. Thanks, man. We got uh, one or two more questions in here. <laughs> Omar is an opportunist. He's he's good. He'll come back with something good too. But he's he's an opportunist. He, he's seen that hesitation. He's like, you know what? I'm coming back in there. All right, you 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 stole the cookie, Omar. Tell us all about it. What's on your mind? My question is more on things that you did early in life and those fundamentals that you learn at an early skill. So for example, Chuck, you know, wrestling with fewer football with there's more business that you're bringing into the new skills that you're learning now. What are those things that you learned early on that have been constantly in your head throughout your life and that have helped you win even more? I, I, it's a fundamental thought is uh, I, I don't think anybody gives a shit about any of my excuses. I don't think anybody gives a shit about any... Uh, no, nobody really cares about you. And, you know, that's not a bad thing. I don't mean that in, like, a gloomy, you know, uh, any gloomy way at all, but, like... You know, no, nobody can be more dedicated to your success than you are. You, you have to show up for your own success every day, forever, forever, forever. And, um, you know, I, I just I try to have, I don't try, I just kind of on autopilot, but you know, people ask me these questions so I can answer them. But, you know, I kind of have a couple thoughts in my head. I was like, what? you know, nobody owes me anything. Nobody's supposed to care about me. Um, you know, I, I, I need to engage in behaviors that are going to, you know, help me have the best long-term outcomes and, the more I can make myself use, you know, so separate thought, but associated with the first thought is like, the more I can make myself useful to others, the more delighted they were to do nice things for me. You know, I, when I, when I want something from somebody, you know, uh, idiots spend their time. My mother was one of these people. She, you know, I, I want, yeah, yeah, yeah. So-and-so should do this or that for me. And, you know, I have those thoughts. I'm a human. So I think, you know, I'd, I'd like it if so-and-so did something for me. You know, and, but about a you know half a second later, I'm thinking, what could I do for them that would be really easy for them? What could I do for that person that it'd just be easy for them to help me with what I wanted because what I was doing for them was significantly more valuable to their life, you know? And, and the more I focused on that of, like, not, not having this entitlement, like, um, I mean, a lot of people today think somebody owes them something for no, no good reason. I don't think anybody owes me anything. And I think if, if I want anybody to do anything for me, the burdens on me that I, I need to be learning more and doing more and sharpening my skills and making myself more useful to others. 
And the, the more I've done that over the years, the, the more delighted other people were, you know, anybody that knows me or spend a lot of time around me that, you know, you, you people know this, but any, anybody that knows me spend a lot of time around me, like they're gonna say, Derek always keeps his word. They're not gonna say Derek always says nice things. They're not gonna say Derek's always, you know, they're not gonna say Derek's always a nice guy. He always says sweet things. I don't always say sweet things, you know, but they know that I'm gonna show up. I always keep my word that if I made a promise or a commitment, I'm gonna do something. They know that's gonna be done. And uh, they know I'm gonna be useful. They know I'm gonna, I'm, if, if I didn't see somebody for two or three months, they know I learned a few things since then. I'm gonna have something additional to contribute to their life, you know? So, the, the, I mean, those are just a couple of core philosophies that uh, it kept me motivated to keep learning more and doing more and making myself useful to others. And the more I did that, the, you know, the, the easier it was for me to get anything that I wanted in the world, you know? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, my thing is, for me, it was always, you know, I always wanted people to be happy. They Like I said this earlier, I want them happy they did business with me. I mean, I, and I, and I definitely wasn't the cheapest guy to get anywhere in the U.S. When I was one of the first guys to be getting paid more. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I was, did an appearance in, for a company, I don't want to put the guy's name out there, but... Another guy, guy was another world, world champion, and we we're both both coming there the same thing. And he he was getting a, about a quarter of what I was getting paid. And then like, and one of the guys, why why how can you guys cost so much more? And I'm like, oh I don't know, I, that's because well, that's my price, or I won't come. But um, but then we went we went out and we did it. And, and afterwards he goes to me and says, man, now I get it. Like he was a like he was a cocky asshole, and he had about a third, or he had about. He had 80, 80 people show up for pictures, and you had uh, four hundred and thirty-five. So I mean, it's like, and and he, and he was an asshole the whole time, and yeah, and he was a, a and and you were, you were the nicest guy here, and you did everything, everything else we asked, we did all the extra stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm here already. I might, might as well help you out, do whatever you want, need me to do. But but that, but that's, I mean, I've always been committed. Like we were, we were talking earlier too, is like I, I don't promote things I don't think are good. I'm a, it's a, I, there's a lot of guys trying to pay me to promote random stuff. I'm like, dude, I, I don't know it. I, I, and I, well, well, you can't just decide. I said, well, what's, what's your number? I said, I got to call my buddy and find out if, if your project's any good. I'm not going to, I've got a bunch of crypto stuff. <laughs> He's like, like, dude, like, like, dude, I, I can't, I, I don't know enough about it. I'm, I got, I got a guy that does. I'll, if he calls me up and tells me this, this is a good project, I'll, I'll, you can pay me to promote it. Sure. But I like, without his support, I'm not doing it. No. So, you know, I think it's just value, you know, giving back, give, providing value. It was like, I think my buddy, I don't know, we might have talked about it, but like, people work for a company forever and never give it more value. You never mm -hmm. do. You're working, and you, you want to get a raise, you want to get paid better, but you don't want to do anything more. What, what do you, I mean, it's like, you, you, don't make, you don't make yourself worth more. Make yourself, you make yourself worth more. Maybe that's a great thought to wrap up on is that, you know, I talked to a lot of people, you know, you, you've lived that life, you've been around, you know, everybody that matters who was a high level athlete and, uh, you know, true or false, like you, you, you just accidentally become champion one day or, or you have to behave like a champion consistently before you ever get that belt around your waist. 100%. And that's like, I have my, my own manager used to say, I'll probably get in, get in trouble with this, but my own manager used to tell me, call me up and go, bro, do me a favor and talk to my fighters. Everybody wants what you have, but no one's willing to do what you do. Mm -hmm. 
and and it was and and I he's got he had a big name roster, big big name big name guys. Like he probably if you don't follow him at all, I could name off a bunch of guys you know. But he's just like all these guys want what you have, but they don't want what they want to do what you do. And and he was talking about all the extras, the interviews, the being good to people, going doing all the extra things, the charity stuff, and all that. They don't want to do it, but you know that's what gets you. You know you you want to be a champion and, and you want to. What I want to do, you know, last last thought, branched off of that thought is, you know, any any time I wanted more, I just thought, what well, what could I do to earn more? What could I do to earn more? And um, you know, it's 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 a absurd idea. Like, to the if you're going to work hard without education, if you don't know what the fuck you're doing and you're working hard, there's a really good chance you're working on the wrong things. There's a really good chance you're making your circumstances worse. So I always focused on education first, like. I was around too many dummies growing up that I was like, no, I need to find the, the smartest people in the world, the people that had the, the best academic credentials, the people that had the best real life results. And I need to find a, how could I make myself useful to those people that they were happy to spend a little time to, to help my dumb ass do a little better, you know? And you, you do that for, you know, a couple, two, three decades and you know, you're less of a dumb ass every day, you know? Well, I think that was that. Pretty soon you get results consistently. Yeah, everybody wants to be a champion, nobody wants to be, do what a champion does. Same thing with wants to be, everybody wants to be rich, wants to be successful. <laughs> That's what everyone, nobody wants to do what they do. Yeah. Yeah, well said. Thank you guys for showing up. Chuck, thank you very much for coming. Very thoughtful, yeah. and I appreciate you being generous with your time and uh, with my folks here. So I'll see you guys soon. Again, thank you, Chuck. Have a good day, guys. Thank you, Derek. Yeah. Thank you so much.